Welcome to Herman Legend with your hosts, Smartwatch, Neil and Chris, and Oz. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Urban Legends, the podcast about urban legends and other such stuff from the planet Sol Alpha in the uh, Intergalactic Federation Commonwealth Union. Uh, I am person who just got back from the annual Chris convention, Chris Flynn, and with me is the famous circus performer known as the Human Firework. It's Mr. Neil Herbert. Hi, Neil. How are you doing? How's your year going? Yeah, I mean, early doors yet, but, uh, you yeah. know, nothing nothing too momentous thus far, but, it's, yeah, hope oh, springs eternal. What about uh, all these uh, revelations coming out of uh, Prince Harry's book? <laughs> <laughs> well, I do, yeah, I'm trying to think of some of them. What's his virginity roundabout? In a pub car park, wasn't it? In a pub car park with an older lady. Nice one. He's such a cockney. <laughs> yeah, I do kind of question, like, do we believe that these things as he's saying are true? I don't know. I don't I, I don't mean, know. How much freedom does he get to just Well, go this is down what I was thinking, because surely there's, like... I mean, he's Security. Just... <laughs> Telling him what to do. <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, yeah. like, for a, normal, for a member of the public trying to fuck in a car park is, like, outside a pub, it's kind of, like... It's, it's a not, bit dicey. Yeah, it's not terribly believable. If you've got a security detail following you around, I'm kind mm. of, like... I don't know. Maybe you can... I, I honestly don't know. I, mean, you know. I wonder if you get just used to security detail being there so you don't really see them as human anymore they're just like yeah. objects so you can just do whatever you want in front of them yeah that's fine and you used to like a bit of charlie you know a cocaine apparently well oh yeah no it was, yeah no i've not seen it because it isn't this because apparently the spanish book or that always um, it was released early or something or, or leaked oh, there's Spain. been leaks yeah, okay, it was leaked in Spain, and then they've been translating that and sort of putting it on mm. the, in the newspapers. Yeah, I've seen some of the re- um, revelations that come out. Him and uh, Prince Prince William came over um, and, and gave him a kick in for marrying a blackbird. <laughs> <laughs> then a dust up, and then he... It was like EastEnders or something, wasn't it? Yeah, it's a, I don't know, I kind of wonder how much... Like pushing it and pulling. Oh, I broke my, broke my necklace, and I, I fell into the dog bowl and cut my ass. <laughs> What, what, yeah. I didn't, what I didn't realise is, because I looked up afterwards, they're quite big, the royal princes. Not like, is it famous? Yeah, like Prince William's six foot three. Is he? Oh, okay. And Harry's six two, so they're not little lads. No, I suppose you sort Must of... got it from the mum's side, I guess. He's princes. But, yeah, yeah, because he's not that tall, is he? So they're a bit of a unit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know, really. I mean, to, to be honest with you, I'm just not, not that fussed about the rules. I mean... I don't know. I don't. Me I don't neither. know if I want my wife going on gack and fucking in pub car parks. To be honest with you, it's oh, that's all right. It's fine, but like I say, it's all a bit Enders. I mean, it's that's what that's what yeah, but... celebrities are for, isn't it? That's what pop stars <laughs> are up, should be up to. I don't know. Like, Royals no. want to be getting on the balcony and having a wave, don't they? That's what they want to be up to. No, I don't want to be around the back of. Uh... It makes you wonder what the old queen was up to, doesn't it? She was on Lordman. Because oh, you know, no, but. I'm, Excuse me, but excuse one while I kiss the sky. Yeah. <laughs> she was at Woodstock, that's what you don't know. She was, yeah. Apparently she had an affair with Jimi Hendrix. That's what I heard. Yeah, that's what uh, And um he, he threatened he was he threatened he was gonna say something and I and the yeah. uh, courtiers bumped him off. Yeah. I just <laughs> swallowed like a, swallow a bit more of that vomit. Yeah. <laughs> Can't dust go. with vomit, as I said in Spinal Tap, but yeah. 
Well, it makes you wonder, doesn't it? What else? What else? What else they've been up to if, if, if he's if all of that's been happening? It's really, really tawdry, isn't it? <laughs> it's just a bit. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's quite a, funny. It's I mean, because bit... I don't care about the rules either, but they must be hating this. And also, oh, no, like, I mean, winding them up something massive, and it's and also they're... like the thing is as well, he hates the rules all so much, right? Fair enough, but it's, that's where he's making his living. So it's like, just if you don't want to be part of it, fuck off. Do you know what I mean? Well, I am pretty much in that that position to be honest. Because I think you know, obviously, the abuse that they got was ridiculous, and you see some of the sort of um, reactions to sort of. Um, Megan, you think some of it's been driven, obviously, mm. by, uh, you know... Right-wing media. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, you see that Clarkson column on quite, you know, it's like a bizarre kind of like... In, well, again, it's just yeah. it's that whole thing of just, let's just try and make, you know, stir it up and just, you know, get yeah. get people aggravated and, and so on and so forth because it's it moves units. But, yeah, it, from their perspective, just, there seems to be just all of this tawdry stuff to make a bit of money and just there's things like I don't know I've seen the other day and I didn't get drawn to but some crap about how his brother was drunk during his wedding and you think or, or you know he'd still he could still smell the rum on his breath the morning after and it's like that's not the sort of shit you put in a you know do you know what I mean it's yeah. like, shit about it. I mean if you don't like him that's you know fine and all the rest of it but, well, but he's got a really bit, petty and it's yeah he got a bit drunk but that's not that's not that's unusual well no exactly and it's you know it's just like well I had to give him a mint because I could still smell the rum on his breath it's like that's not the sort of crap you sort of tell in your autobiography is no it, it's really I mean, weird to kind of it's a bit petty that, to me you know? yeah to go kind of that well it almost like saying stuff like that makes it seem like you don't have a lot to say yeah, well, no, like, exactly. Oh, yeah. and after his wedding, he was hungover. <laughs> Chapter 10. It's, do you know what I mean? It's like, well, well, I thought you were supposed to be the morning off, but then I suppose if he had his stag do the night before or whatever, but which is not a good good idea. But um, no. so you never do that. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah, it, it, it's well, also say, it's people all... get nervous for their wedding, don't they? Before yeah. they get married, like maybe. Maybe had a bit too much the night before. I think so, whether, people, whether they do it or not. Also, I mean, the marriage that's, that's was going to be in front of the whole fucking world as well. Like, when I got married, I was nervous enough and it was in front of a registry office of about yeah. 50 people. Do you know what I mean? Like, let alone fucking being beamed all over the world. No, no, absolutely. But but no, just for me... You might want to be You might want to be a little bit toasted. <laughs> like, saying saying that in your own, like, about your own wedding in your own autobiography is mm. like, that's fair enough. You can share that if you want. Saying it about your your family, do you know what I mean? It just feels a little bit yeah. petty to me. Because presumably it's not something, you, you know, whether it's true or not, it's not something you'd want to come out, you would think. So it's kind of like, I don't know, it just feels a little bit, Yeah. why are you it, sharing that? Yeah. It's not that interesting and it just feels a little bit, I mean, no wonder you don't get on that well with each other. I mean, like I say, whether that's just because they've massively fallen out. But again, even if you've fallen out, it's like... Yeah, but you still don't know. So there's something like, I'm very much one of the people who kind of believes in the don't wash your dirty public in laundry. Your laundry, don't in, public, public, yeah, laundry exactly. in public, Don't wash your dirty public in the laundry because um, people don't like going in machines. Um, yeah, no, I don't think, you know, sort of, it's better not to say anything. But then, but then obviously, but then then you, got, you can't get you millions and millions of pounds of books, can you? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of like um, yeah, you can talk about yourself if you want. Like, talk, you know, got oh, yeah, exactly. my penis got frostbite. You know, I banged some. My, my first sexual experience was, was in front a, front of a load of security pop. guards who were going oi 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 and clapping in a couple. Of yeah, because I've not. I've obviously not read it. But those no, it's meant to be in a field behind the pub. But, so I imagine it's the, genteel. Oh, in a field behind the pub. Okay. Mm. Well, yeah, I've not read the yeah, sort whatever. of. Field. I've just sort of seen the headlines of various yeah, places. So have I, yeah. It did make me think, but yeah, I suppose it depends. You know, if it was like some really rural pub, I suppose it's it's, it's possible. Yeah, I mean, talk about that stuff if you want, but yeah, I don't know. Just, all seems a bit silly. So, um, leading on from that, Neil, why did uh, people in the circus call you the human firework? Well, because you, of your you, temper. Well, no, you may remember, you may recall me from uh, you know 
the 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 England game where I uh, you know had a little, yeah. a little celebration. Yeah, yeah. okay. A little anal uh, fireworks. So you fire you fire fireworks out of your rectum then? Yeah, I'm like a combination of Mr. Methane and a, and a, a you know bonfire. Very good. Mix. Yeah. So after you after that after the England match, then you got capped up by Zippos or whatever, the circus. Yeah, um, well, Paddy Power sponsored me to do like a tour <laughs> around. <laughs> I was on the right level of wackiness that they were looking for, so, uh, yeah. Oh, good. Does Paddy McGuinness open for you? <laughs> yeah, he sometimes does. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I know all right, all right for, uh, you know, one of his, his comedy tours. You know, yeah, or, or Jimmy just Five do, Bellies or you know, something. I sort of do a warm-up for the Top Gear lads, you know, to sort of... Oh, okay. Work, you know. <laughs> yeah, and they go, huh. Yeah, the health, audience health, laughing. Health and safety must hate that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, is, is it profitable? It flint off to bowl at fireworks <laughs> that are coming out of my butt cheeks. <laughs> oh yeah, the Top Gear. So uh, yeah, sorry, you got to remember now. The Top Gear. It's slightly. It's not. Uh, mm. It's not the old old crew. They, I don't know what they're on. They're, they're on Amazon. Amazon aren't they? Prime thing, aren't they? Yeah, I don't know what yeah. it's called. Like, um, racist old drunk. Yeah. <laughs> That is that his mates or whatever. Yeah, we we thought we were more powerful than we were, and now we're getting increasingly, you know, once mildly amusing, but now getting increasingly tedious to try and get shock value to keep ourselves mm. in the paper. It's just called um, Top Gear. Funny how you get more right wing as you get older. <laughs> well, this is the thing. I think mean, you know, kind of like I think half of what what he writes. I mean, it's just like the Stuart Lee thing, isn't it? It's just yeah, it's like all done to an agenda just to sort of like you know. It's, it's, it's very performative, I think, a lot of it. It's like what's going to stoke up and sort of annoy people this month. Yeah, of course. That's what's going to trigger the libs. Yeah. Because like, yeah. Yeah. so that, that's kind of seen as like all triggering the libs, like kind of a modern culture wars thing. But to be fair, like the right-wing press have been doing that in the UK for since they began. Well, I, I, you know, I preferred back when they were honest, when like the Daily Mail are just like back Oswald Moseley, because yeah. it's what they believed in rather than playing <laughs> to trigger the libs. Um they yeah. just do it because you, you know, because um, you believe in fascism. Small and afraid, and you, you think fascism is a good thing. Yeah, you know, just be honest about it rather than or oh, just doing it to annoy lefties. Yeah, but there you go. Um, but yeah, yeah, no. So, so that's you know, that's mind you, haven't said that. If uh, you know, if Nigel Farage wants to put me on uh, talking pints, as I found out his talk show is called, really to do a fireworks <laughs> display. Yeah, unbelievable. <clears throat> I was I was with family over Christmas, and that's one of the things I learned is that his yeah his talk show is called Talking Pints, and he sits in a in a on a set, mm. you know, nursing a pint of nut brown ale, <laughs> nice and warm under the studio lights. What does the, well, do, we should let people on, but you know, boats crossing over. Drowning. Does the guests have to have a pint as well? I presume so, or a white wine for the lady. I don't. I didn't really. This reminds me of um, there was a really weird show. And, um, my eyes are rolling very hard back into my head <laughs> rather than talking pints at that point. Eyes are rolling back in your head so hard that the channel actually disappeared because yes. it was sucked out. Um, there, it, he's, what he's done is he's kind of taken the format of uh, Johnny Vegas's 18 Stone of Idiot, which was a weird late yeah. night chat show on Channel 4 where Johnny Vegas was just hammered and he would be drinking all the way through it and he would get the guests to drink with him. So they've pretty much just taken that and <laughs> moved it, <laughs> moved it to kind of the Daily Mail territory. Well, no, exactly. But again, it's just him like nursing. It's just having a pint as a prop. Because like, yeah, if you actually do that, if they, pint as a prop. If pint they actually got like completely smashed and then sort of started talking about stuff, yeah, that might like, be interesting. But yeah, <laughs> but then I think you know a few people might let them more yeah. slip than they want to. So yeah, cool. Well, um, I'll be sure to check it out. 
yeah definitely definitely yeah definitely do that so um so there's there's that i i love the i love the amount of kind of like you know the fact that you've never been elected but you still have so much sort of uh yes weird in that say over what, what people do but um so i mean uh, your convention of Chris's that you just yes. come back through then, Chris. Yes, I is that, that. Is that specifically just around anyone called Chris or one that's in, you know, that you set up yourself, about yourself? Or no, it's one with, that all about? It's one for all people called Chris. It was started in 1993 by Chris DeBerg. And okay. uh, anyone called Chris, we all put in 1% of our earnings each year as a tithe. Mm-hmm. And then we do, so, you know, do some charitable works. I don't like talking about it. Um, but then uh, we we also, in countries which have over uh, 100,000 Chris's, which is basically America, UK, Australia has one. They don't have that many, but, you know, it's yeah. building up. Um, then, we have a, then we have a convention. And um, I've got to say, uh, since all the Chris's started doing the Marvel films, your Pines and your yeah, yeah. Heming, Hemingway... I believe that's what it's called, yeah. Uh, there's, there's a lot of those Hemingways, I get them confused. Hemingsworth and Pratt. Hemingsworth and Pratt, he's one, isn't he? Um, there's, a, there's a Chris Pratt, yeah, he's an absolutely everything. That's yeah, good. he does the Marvel stuff. Uh, so since the, so since Marvel have got involved in the, in the Chris game, then uh, oh, Lord. we've been able to go to much nicer, nicer venues, got a nice spread. Okay. So this year it was held in a Radisson by Luton Airport oh. in, in England. Not too shabby. It was very nice. Um, so, you know, we had a nice free bar, obviously. Did they have one of those wine angels that they have at the, the, the airport? Airport yeah. reticence? Well, they, they come down and dive and pick your bottle up. Uh, I think they've got that one in America. But okay. um, no, not not in not in the UK. Um, health and safety. <laughs> Gone oh. mad. Um, cool. We had a fondue chocolate fountain. Uh, you had very nice sandwiches. You had your smoked salmon and your cream cheese. Oh, many good. as you could eat. Pork pies, mm, all the way from Melton Mulberry. Oh, that's where you want a pork pie to be from. Yeah, Volavance from the 80s. Oh, nice. Any cheese and pineapple on a stick? Yeah, cheese and pineapple on a oh, stick. That's what you want. Yeah. Lovely. Um, yeah, uh, mini pizzas. <laughs> mm. <laughs> not too much tomato or cheese, I hope. Absolutely not. Basically, like breadsticks. <laughs> Basically, just breadsticks, yeah. <laughs> and sliders, <laughs> whatever they are. It's like um, miniature hamburgers, aren't they? I thought it was about people who could um, jump in and out of death. Um, like I the mean, film yeah, that's, sliders. that's another thing. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I initially mistook them because I just thought, apparently because you just slide them down or something. I imagine mm. they slide back out the other way quite quickly. <laughs> slide all the way through. Yeah. No problem. Right through the elementary canal. <laughs> don't worry about it. Trailer uh, grease behind it. Yeah, so we do that and then we, we have a talk. Um, this year, Chris Eubank was keynote speaker at Luton Radisson for us, so that was good oh, fun. Yes. He's a good, he's a good afternoon speaker. Um, and then uh, you know, everyone gets a bit drunk. We have a dance, um, and then you know, some but those who can afford it stay at the Radissons, or people like me, we get a coach into Luton and uh, just stay in a B and B or something. And then yeah, oh, that's nice. it. We, we hand out our agenda of, of what our Chris plans are for the next year. Sweet. Did uh, did Chris Eubank start misquoting Nietzsche? Yes, he did. Yeah, the of philosophers, we, we of like that's, that's his, as that, carefully as he might have yeah, done. Yeah, it's just part of his standard set. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, so that was, um, yeah, it's good. Looking forward to next year's. Hopefully the Marvel money will keep uh, keep rolling I him. Don't see that going anywhere. But mind you, on, on some of them leaving those um, 
I mean, Captain America's one of them, isn't he? He's, he's, he's off somewhere else now, didn't someone else? Well, we're, try, we're, we're trying to line up another Chris to, to replace him. Yeah. We are the we are the, the the dark puppeteering hand behind Hollywood. <laughs> you control the whole Marvel. You yeah. I don't know. Is it, he's he's the guy who controls Disney now. I don't know. Listen, I'm not sure if that's a Chris. Maybe he's a secret Chris. Probably. You might, I'd imagine so. Probably. They're all secret Chris's. We have any we have any non Marvel movies coming out at some point soon? Uh what, just in general? Yeah. No. No, no okay, fair enough. No. Um, a bit of fun on there. Decided just to put all the money into the Marvel films. I don't mind a Marvel movie. It's just the fact that they're supposed to have watched like five hundred of the damn things these days to. Yeah, I mean, I've got this, going on. I'm nearly. I'm sort of up to date because I've got Disney Plus and I've got time on my hands, so I'm trying to keep up. With I it, saw uh, what was it, Endgame or whatever it was called. Endgame. I, I don't. I don't know sure what's come out since because it was just uh, stuff like there was one called Eternals and everyone said it wasn't that good. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> it's okay. I like the fact that they just kind of every single person who's famous in Hollywood, they just try and get them into a Marvel movie now. So like it's so so like it's like Eternals, yeah, get Angelina Jolie in it. Why not? Do you know what I mean? Like it's just, it's like every single person who's famous, they just try and get into a Marvel film. I'm surprised Brad Pitt hasn't been in one yet, or Johnny. Well, Johnny Depp's probably pretty toxic at this point. But. Yeah, I can't imagine he's going to get invited anytime soon. But um, I did quite like that about. I mean, it's a different property, but. Um, well, they put Werner Herzog in, uh, in oh, yeah, the Star Wars thing. thing. Yeah. yeah, he was good in that. Was it Werner Herzog or was it me playing Werner Herzog? No. I don't know we know that I've got an incredible impression of him. Absolutely. Yeah. No, Neil, that's, 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 right. your, that's all I'm willing to talk about. Enough of that. Let's move on to... No more questions. No more questions. Right. Okay, let's move on to today's Urban Legend. So we're going to go to the Arkansas Dog Boy. The Arkansas Dog Boy. Well, it's called the Dog Boy, I think, in in, in various places, but it, it is in Arkansas. And um, do you mean Arkansas? Um, no, Arkansas is the area, I believe. So I'm going to read out from the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, specifically the River Valley and Ozark area. Um, but I'll be coming to you first. Would you? A R K A N S A S. Arkansas is what I'm. Is that how it's spelling? I mean, you're making me really paranoid now that I'm not making you a massive flub, but. A-R-K-A-N-S-A-S. Yeah, Arkansas, that's how it's pronounced. That's the one which they've got, which is like in England, where we've got, like, Worcester. Uh, it's been long, so I just thought Arkansas was pronounced, uh, oh. or Arkansas was uh, would have been spelt with a W at the end. No, um, it's Arkansas. It's Arkansas. Oh, that's how Arkansas is spelt, is it? Yeah. I never knew that. Well, that yeah, that's a, because they're always having a go at us for spelling stuff stupid, which we do. But, yeah, um, well, yeah, yeah, I mean... That's Arkansas. I mean, yeah, I mean... Uh, Lesser, Lester being Leicester. Stuff was sure. pronounced in about 25 different ways in England back in the day, yeah. and we just arbitrarily decided on various spellings. You're talking about Arkansas. Arkansas, okay. Yeah, no, that makes more sense. I've been pronouncing that Arkansas in my life. What, what a flub. There you go. Did you know that there's a town in, I think it's Nevada maybe, called Mexican Hat? <laughs> it's a good name for a city, isn't it? Mexican Hat? Yeah. That's in Utah. It's because there's a rock that looks like someone wearing a Mexican hat. Yeah, okay. Anyway, yeah, it's okay. So it's, I, I just thought there must have been suited. But anyway, yeah, sorry. It was just one of those things where it's kind of like you realise you've been, as a, what do they call it? A uh, blind spot. Yeah. You know, you, you know it's you, like um, I had that. Do you remember when I had that blind spot because I'd never heard um, uh, the We Don't Have to Take Our Clothes Off by Jermaine Stewart? I'd never heard it until I was like 27. Or twenty six, and everyone's like, "This is a really famous song." I was like, "I've just never heard it." 
And it's a brilliant song. Just had a complete blind yeah. spot. Just one of those things I'd missed. No, but I was aware there was a place called Arkansas. Yeah. And, yeah, and just they've really put two and two together. It was the same place as this. I've seen this one in print. Anyway, anyway. Okay, Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Right, but anyway, we're going to start off with um, with, the, with the dog boy from Arkansas. So we're going to start off with the... The, the cryptid fandom site, which just gives us a, a, a little bit of a bit of a taster around this, and then we'll dive into um, into a newspaper account to okay. just sort of outline the, the sort of a myth you like. Promising. So Arkansas is one of those areas that's filled with ghost stories. Most of the older houses seem to have a spirit attached. Yeah, I wonder why. Maybe <laughs> take... more than one. Uh, um, we won't question. We won't dive into why that <laughs> might be. Um, most of the other houses seem to have still, yeah. Um, so it would take a lot for a legend to stand out from the crowd. Mm. The tale that has managed to claw its way to the top is the legend of Dog Boy. Dog Boy. Well, they just seem to be calling him Dog Boy, but I, I'm just calling him the Arkansas Dog Boy because I, I imagine there's other dog boys around. You just like the fact that you know that it's Arkansas now, so you're going to keep practicing. Well, I was, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, considering I've been calling him a Kansas Dog Boy, then it's a uh, yeah. So, 1954, Gerald Floyd Bettis was uh, was born to Floyd and Aileen Bettis, or mm. possibly Floyd Bettois. Mm. Um, Bettois. No, it's Bettis. Uh, it's since been named the Bettis House. Um, those who knew him claimed he used to catch dogs and cats and keep them in his home as a young boy. Uh-oh. Yep, you've guessed it, Chris. He wasn't oh, playing dear. veterinarian. Instead, he would horribly torture and kill the creatures. Ugh. That what he's red really flag, like. red flag. Yeah, that's that's a pretty hefty red flag. Get yeah. him locked up. See, if he was on Twitter these days, he'd probably have an army of followers who just thought it was that was alpha behavior. Yeah. Anyway, but what he's really known for is treatment of his parents. The story goes is that he imprisoned them in the attic, keeping them there for years. Mm, weak parenting. Well, you know, according to police reports, he did. How a could you not? Care- yeah, just sorry. So he locked them in the attic for years. How could you not get out of an attic given well, is, years? This, we'll come to the newspaper report in a minute because this is just this is just the. the and he secretly of... like made it a, like lead lined walls or something, and a massive two feet thick like a safe door on it or something. Oh, we'll we'll we'll, we'll have we'll have, a, we'll have a look in a minute. We'll... I'd, do you know what? Like, I'm not saying that I'm Mister Big Show or anything like the rest of the, but um, I would back myself to be able to get out of an attic in a wooden house within two years. There you go, I said it. Well, fair I enough. said it. My ego is going over time here, isn't it? I think well, I think when it will come down to, and we'll see this in a minute, I think it's kind of like, um, you know... It's quite he, comfortable up here, actually. It's quite well, nice no, to I think where they're, being, where they're being elderly and being abused. Mm. Um, but you, you'll... There's some other things that come out in the newspaper report. I've had a bit of a read ahead, so you'll see. Oh, okay. This is this is just this is just the you know, the press, if you like, the pressing. Um, the story goes pretty the attic, keep them there for years. According to police reports, he did abuse his parents quite badly, but he wasn't arrested for it until the death of his father and the continued abuse of his mother. Oh, so these are police reports. So this is a real. Oh yeah, this humdinger. Um, so there's there's a, a mixture of things here, but there's a lot there's a lot to this. There's I a lot. was hoping it was going to be like a terrier with the face of a boy. Yeah, unfortunately, this is not this is not a humanoid creature thing. This is you know. Oh dog, dear. He's named the dog boy because he liked keeping a lot of pets, killing um, a lot of dogs. Yeah, died in prison for drug overdose, and since then, people have claimed that paranormal activity is common in the house: flickering lights, strange noises. You just and... you just skipped over a bit there. So he di- so he was arrested and died in prison of a drug overdose. So abused his parents. 
Yeah. Possibly kept them in an attic. That's probably a bit controversial, as you say. Yeah. Um, died in prison of a drug overdose. Okay. What drug? I don't know. We'll, we'll have a, we'll okay. see if it comes in the in toilet the, uh, wine. <laughs> yeah, just Pruno, probably, wasn't it? Yeah, probably. Yeah, don't know. I think the record is silent on that. Mm. Haven't got his autopsy report. Sorry. Um, I thought you'd read ahead. <laughs> yeah. They don't, they don't put it in the Arkansas Times for some reason. Since then, people have claimed that paranormal activities common in the house, flickering lights, strange noises, and moving objects have all been reported. Considering Bettis wants for his father out of a window, that seems to be getting off pretty light in the haunting department. Mm. So there you go. There's there's a, a, a thing. And, and looking at sort of one of the other articles as well, they were sort of talking about the fact that, you know, they still have trouble selling this house. And I think there was um, one where they, they tried to... So actually, let's have a look. In 2012, the house was listed for $130,000. That's not bad. And over the ne- over the next two years, it endured several price cuts as it drifted on and off the market, finally selling for sixty eight thousand, about half of its original asking price. About forty five grand. Yeah, not According much, is it? it? That's like a deposit on a one bedroom flat in Brighton. Yeah, that was. I mean, that would be yeah, especially in twenty fourteen things. That would be about forty. 40 grand. Yeah, that would be not much more than a deposit. Would point. you Would you live in it? Yeah, it's all right. You know. Yeah. Fine. Just, just get some elderly <laughs> people in. Well, I'll. I'll, I'll, I'll Pull back in and get get a bit of excommunication. Mm. You know, I'm I'm still technically a Catholic, so I can excommunication. I'm really having a bad day. You get yourself you excommunicated. Okay, no, that's the last thing you need. No, um, I need an exorcism. Why not? Yeah, yeah. Are you sure that you want to? Yeah, no. But I think I think I don't need an excommunication in Arkansas. That. Okay, so when the house was listed by uh, 21st Century Realtors in 2014, they were succinct in the description. Turn of the century home with all the charm and history that goes with it. Mm. And we'll find more about that in that Jukhoff. So the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, then. So this is the newspaper article. And this one's going back um, through 2007, because that last uh, bit was from 2020. Um, So this is the the official, it's the, the River Valley and Ozark edition of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. The Legend of Dog Boy. Oh, it's a big, it's a... That's a nice house. Oh, yeah, no, it's a good sizable house. It's a, it's a cheerful yellow and blue. Yeah, looks fine. What could be wrong with it? It's got garage. It's number 65. Well, I um, think it's a bit of a kind of sleepy town. Yeah. I mean, not the attic has... Not a lot of industry. It looks like what, whatever the... I mean, the upstairs, so... It's, it's kind like of the, one of the... Reinforced. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's got a gun turret. <laughs> no, it's, it's one of those that kind of has a normal ground floor, and then it has like a room in the roof kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but that's got a window, so unless that was added afterwards to make it more saleable, I don't know. Yeah, well, you get that quite often, don't you, as people do, like, a loft conversion. I mean, but this looks like one that was built to be... Built to be, be have that, yeah, well, they yeah. have that kind of... Um, it's quite common, isn't it, I think? I'm not sure what the architectural style is called. But um, anyway, yeah, so this is by Lisa H. Armstrong, filing in from Little Rock, as they say, the, the Arkansas Democrat. So, thanks, thanks, Lisa. Some people who live in Cleborne County believe ghosts including a World War I soldier and a family haunt a Victorian-era home in downtown Quitman. Why so many restless spirits in a sleepy town like Quitman? Hi, Lisa. Mm, it may have to do with the area's past, said Dr Mike Barnett, a retired physician and member of the Herbert Springs Historical Society. He said, Quitman is much older than almost any community in north-central Arkansas. During the Civil War, it was a popular place for men to enlist in the army. Until 1870, Quitman was a major trading centre and an important crossroads. Halfway point for those travelling from Memphis to Little Rock or from Batesman to Conway. There were nice big houses and buildings there. So the only thing I know about Little Rock is that was um, where Clinton come from, wasn't it? Bill Clinton. Is it, um, I believe in 
it might I might be wrong, but in the Stevie Wonder song, I was made to love her, he says he was born in Little Rock. Mm, okay. So I don't know if he was, or whether that was just the character he was portraying in the song. Yeah, I'm not sure, actually. I was, for some reason, I always thought Stevie Wonder came from Chicago, but I'm going to have to look this up now. Yeah, I'm looking it up this minute. <laughs> uh, he's from uh, Saginaw, Michigan. Oh, he's Michigan. 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 Yeah, there you go. So, long-time resident Nelda Kennedy says the Garrett family erected one of Quitman's finer homes about 1890. Another local, Mary Neal Oliverd, recalled the Jackson family who lived in the house at 65 Mulberry Street. This is the one that we, you know. Oh, is it? 65, yeah. This is, this is the haunted house we're getting into now. So, Benjamin Jackson lived there with his wife, who died when she was about 28 years old. Their son, Joseph, was born in 1898, served in World War I, and died at the age of about 21, Oliverd said. She also claims that Jackson's spirit is among those who remain in the house across the street from hers. But in more recent years, the Garrett house has become notorious for its connection to a different family and has become known as the Betis house. Mm, because they're all supporters of the La Liga side, Real Betis. Well, one would assume so, yeah. It seems... Yeah, that play, play out of Seville. Yeah. Oh, no, it might be because Floyd and Aline Betis moved into the large house in the early 50s. Yeah, but they changed their name to the football team. Do you think they were no, yeah, because they're mega massive fans. supporters of Real Betis? Yeah. That's right. You get this, don't you, in the in like American, um, what do they call it? It's the uh, What's the, the American soccer they called these days? Major League Soccer. Oh, yeah, America. Major League Soccer, MLS, yeah. Um, they'll have, I think there's, is it Real Salt Lake? Yeah, well, it is, you know, it's where the Mormons Royal family lives. Yeah, they're all like, practically royals, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they just named them after European... Joseph Club Smith and all that. Um, yeah. Into Miami. Um, whatever that... Um, just David Beckham owns, whatever. He probably does now with all his money. Yeah, that's the club which he started. Oh, OK. Oh, what, is, he, is he a co-owner of Real yeah. Salt? Uh, no, into, into Miami. Into Miami, oh, OK. Oh. New York Red Bulls, they're good. <laughs> nice. And the stadium looks like a Red Bull can. Oh, good stuff. Mm. How do Red, like, Red Bull sponsor so many... Like, how... How's Red Bull such a rich company? Oh, it's mad, isn't it? People like drinking crappy energy drinks. Yeah, I know. They've but got I mean, the equivalent so, of a cup of coffee in them. But how? But I mean, they, it's so rich. Have a latte. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's a worldwide brand, isn't it? Yeah, it's just weird. Just seem to sponsor everything, like Red Bull Air Races. You know, yeah, because I mean, all the Emirates seem to sponsor everyone as well. But yeah, uh, but they're backed by a country. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. So they're backed by an oil-producing country, but Red Bull's like it's just. I guess I don't know many people who drink Red Bull, but um, I sort of thought it was a bit of a passing fad, but I guess loads of people still have it. Well, I think 20 years ago, it was a, I remember Red Bull and vodka being a big thing. It was mm. like quite dangerous because people didn't realise how pissed they were because of the Red Bull sort That's of... good. The amount of caffeine kind of keeps you thinking that you actually vaguely got a sense in your head. But. We used to drink uh, uh, own brand vodka and own brand Tesco energy drink. No, absolutely, yeah. Lovely. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Two horrible tastes that just kind of cancel each other. No, out, no it tasted fine now. Yeah, tasted, just I've a sugar taste. I've drunk a lot worse. Yeah. <laughs> I was a teenager, used to the uh, um, snake bites, which are pretty gruesome. Snake bites are nice. I'm not a fan. Just, I don't like white cider. It's not half cider, half lager, and if you fancy, which I never had it, but you know, a little bit of a blackcurrant cordial in the top. Well, that'd take the edge off, I guess. But yeah, no, especially because the you know the side of it used to be stuff like white lining and stuff like that. They were the most terrible of ciders. So. No, I mean, I think I'm, I mainly would. Ice drink. Dragon, actually, I think white lining was in one of one of posh things. And... I would mainly. I mean, I'd only have it really 
like at the Gloucester Club that used to exist and yes. is now a fancy fucking microbrewery shell. Um, was that the North Lane now? Yeah, that was turned into. Yeah. yeah, I always forget. I couldn't remember the turned into flats or into another pub. I yeah. sort of mind that place, but I, yeah, it was a shame really. Well, the Gloucester was like proper grungy. Oh no, I used to go there quite a bit. Yeah, and you used to be able to get snake bite for like a quid with yes. a pint, so it'd be like half strong. Well, like, but half, then was like pint shots of vodka as well. Oh, not pint, um, pound shots of vodka as well. Yeah, that was always good, wasn't it? Back yeah. in the day. <laughs> it was. It was a fun time. And, um, and, now, and now I can't drink anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> and now my liver's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, remembering the 90s in Brighton. Right. Um, anyway, getting, going back to the 50s in Arkansas, never mind that. So the couple who were charged for many years. Yeah, well, had a, had a, a son fondly, uh, Gerald Floyd Bettis in 1954, according to a local historian in the Arkansas Democratic Gazette archives. So I think they were kind of like getting into their 40s. Um, they'd be 54 was this? So this was 54 that they had oh. this kid. Yeah. Same, same year as my mum. Ah, there you go. It's all tying together. Yeah, it's just... Does she like murdering animals? No, uh, if she likes not looking after them. Not that I know of, but yeah. She likes looking after them, so maybe it's a yin and yang sort of thing. Yeah, that could be, yeah, that could be. No, and um, so Gerald was a difficult child from early on, reported those who knew of him. His parents were good people, but Gerald was a brat, vicious and cruel, Hollerbird said. Bettis also developed some unusual habits early on, including collecting cats and dogs, leading to his nickname, Dog Boy. Ugh. And of course, you know... Um, He's not just collecting them, so he I would catch. Know, yeah, that, I can, yeah. Do you know what? I can listen to humans being murdered all day long, but as soon as it's helpless animals, then I get squeamish. I'm not a fan of either, but, yeah, he's obviously a wrong, and then you kind of wonder, yeah. I don't know, is there some of it in his upbringing or whatever, but once they start torturing animals, then, yeah, it you gets, kind of think, yeah, yeah there's something broken in your head, frankly, whatever causes it. Not that. broken, just different. Just, yeah, just, you know, just... No, I don't know. Yeah, but the hollow birds... You're wired a bit differently. yeah. Sort of socio- so- sociopathic. Yes, no, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, Kennedy agreed. He'd forgotten about all of the cats and dogs, but he even added onto the house so we could keep more of them. Presumably this is when he was an adult. It sounds like it was a habit that he, you know, was going yeah. into. I mean, I don't know whether there's not the equivalent of RSPCA or whatever in... Um, well, and also, like, if you're one of the neighbours and you know that he's nicking cats and dogs, why aren't you going over and giving him a fucking shoo-in? Well, we'll, fi- we'll find out. This is basically because everyone was shit scared of him, as we'll find out later oh, on. fuck off. It's just one person. I would have thought in Arkansas they would have been mm. fucking tilled up with guns anyway, so presumably just go over there and just, you know, although yeah. maybe they're worried about it. I don't know. Well, listen, this is all, this is all speculation, so we'll, we'll see. What... At the moment, I'm thinking for shame on his neighbours. Yeah, because they've sort of been quite open about what's been going on, but you do kind yeah. of wonder how... Oh, yeah, we knew about that. Why don't you yeah. do anything about it? Yeah. Um, uh, the South will rask you. <laughs> Fuck off. There is, it's not hey, Chris. Can't even right. deal like that with like some fucking punk well yeah he just seems to have gotten away with a lot of stuff so i mean did you know this though i quite like this um, this piece here. do you know why he got away with it now freedom yeah most important thing freedom hey he does what he what he chooses to do on his own land yeah you know <laughs> your cat or dog chooses to impinge on his land he's entitled to do what he likes to it exactly yeah you know, his, you know, his parents, they're on his land. Do Leave us in the Constitution somewhere. Yeah, I agree. I, I yeah. imagine it's probably in there. You know. John Adams insisted on that being <laughs> in the proclamation. <laughs> now, I'm not saying I agree with torturing animals, but on that's no. private property, you should choose to. But what no, is I mean, freedom? To, to be, I mean, to be, to be fair, in the Constitution, 
um, people of colour were considered like two thirds of a man or whatever. So I mean, I'm, well, I'm, yeah, not, I mean, sure, starts, I'm not sure. I'm not sure they were going to be deep on the animal rights with, with a slavery engineer. When you start off with all, all men are created equal, um, that's the only okay. truth. It's, yeah, it's sort of um, okay. Anyway, all men are created equal, and then. They say that, and then there's like well, that that's, that's a good start, and I, I like I like where they're going. Yeah, with that. all men don't, didn't quite honour the, uh, the. But it's uh, like those adverts where they where they have like um, didn't where, think they're that. Sell, where they're selling Stable medicine, where they're selling medicine, and they goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All, all men, men make exceptions of all of these yeah. cases. Yeah, I'll be goes without saying anyway. Yeah, Dave, the hands and arms have gone through that stuff. So Kennedy also so, confirmed that Bettis had difficulties at school. Kids would pester him and take things away from him. But it was like he was, wanted to be aggravated to get attention. I mean, you kind of wonder a little bit if he was kind of like getting um, bullied and stuff. Because apparently he was quite a, um, a big kid and he got teased a lot because he was quite tall for his age. But this somewhere else. So was I. But I didn't torture cats. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a spectrum of, of opportunities here, Chris. So we've got Gerald Bettis on one end. You're kind of like in the middle somewhere. And then there's like, you know, Jesus on the left, I suppose. Probably a bit further left than Jesus. You know, I don't, I don't go mean round. left I wing. I mean, it's still, you know. I don't go around kicking off in temples just because people are lending a bit of money. Yeah, you're just trying to make a bit of coin, you know. <laughs> yeah, come on. Just a side hustle, here. Jesus, come on. Yeah, get up and grind. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's all, all well and good, you wandering around with your 13 disciples expecting other people to feed you. But, uh, and all of us can miracle up food, mate. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're in, a very, you're, in a, you're in a very privileged position. You need yeah. to check your privilege, being the son of God. <laughs> Indeed. So she's... I do, I do quite like this, though. This is um, So she cited one instance in which there was a large family reunion at Quitman City Hall. Gerald took one of those old chaise lounges over there. That's you what know. we would do. When you've had family sort of get-togethers, do you normally just hire out the town hall? I know I do. Yes. <laughs> Rather than just have it around someone's house or something. I mean, one or starts... Or even like a church without, hall. Without getting into too many cliches, one starts to wonder quite how related all of these people are. <laughs> <laughs> I do, you know, I do, you know, I do wonder if it's... Mind you, as you say, the, the properties and stuff look quite big. You kind of get the impression the way they talk about this is like there's three people living in the town or something, or it's like mm. some little hamlet. But, um, yeah, they've got a city hall, so... And, yeah, as you say, a family reunion. Yeah, I don't quite... Strange. I don't know, different ways. Um, yeah, he took one. Of, he took an old chaise lounge over there, you know, like the Romans would lay back on, and then he got some grapes and laid down on it to eat them in front of everyone, she said. <laughs> He's got some moxie as well. Lad. Yeah. I quite, I quite like that move. Um, where they were living, so Cleborne County, and it, and it's de- a, a town called Quitman. 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 Okay. So they do say it's a sleepy town. It's obviously fairly small, and you know they all know each other. Arkansas. Yeah. Um, population in the twenty ten census seven hundred and sixty two. <laughs> yeah, this is like fucking Twin Peaks or something. Yeah. Know? Smaller than that, but yeah. Okay, so it's a tiny. So how they got a city hall? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah, you wonder maybe it was bigger back in the day, or but it sounds like it's always been fairly, or maybe it's just had a, like a consistent. I think they did say this. It used to be a major, yeah, it used to be a major trader centre, an important crossroads between Memphis and Little Rock and other places. So it was probably in, you know, back when everyone had to stop off there. Yeah, but I mean, he was born in fifty four, so we're talking sixties here. Oh no, no, no but um, what I'm assuming is the city hall was probably built like, oh, right. back in kind of, you know, who knows. To Bellum Times, possibly, or whatever. It was, you know, it was probably an important staging place 200 years ago. And it's just, it's not become a ghost town, but it's become a sort of much more, you know, because in those days, you know, two, you know, a thousand people would have been probably a, a really large stopping mm. off point. But, you know, obviously it's not, it's never grown, presumably. And you no longer yeah. stop off there because why would you bother? You just drive through. 
Because like, it's such a big country, I think there's a lot of. I mean, you, you yeah, get I mean, Britain again as well, don't you? You'll get like, you know, but a lot of it just closes down, or you'll get kind of like country cottages or sort of. Um, well, you get in, in a country the size of America, you get towns that were big and then become small in Britain. They kind of get to a certain size and then maybe don't, I'm not as important. I don't tend to get smaller because we've got such a lack of space here. Yeah, no, that's true as well. Um, but you get kind of like, um, you know, out of the way ins and stuff like that that would have been very busy back in the day. So you get those quite big country ins as well. Anyway, um, but yeah, once everyone moved over to cars, then it wasn't really a need for them. Um, yeah, so he's eating on his chaise lounge, um, but then his actions allegedly turned more sinister, you know, giving taking into account the whole animal torturing piece. Um, so he kept his parents virtually imprisoned in the upstairs part of the house. So I don't think they were locked in there, but I think I think it sounds like kind of like just elder abuse, basically, because yeah. I think by this point, they're in their 70s or whatever, because I think they had him quite late, and I think it sounds like he's in his kind of like 30s or something. So he said he would feed them, but only when he decided it was time for them to eat. By the time he There's was a dog... Yeah, well, that's a good well, idea. You've got to keep regular, regular meal exactly, times, got to yeah. keep a routine. Yeah. Otherwise, you end up like, you know... Because old people, you know, like when you get the bus to work, normally they're on the bus to go and do like their weekly shop and stuff and they have their breakfast at four in the morning and their lunch at about eight in the morning and dinner at about 11 in the morning so you've got to try and you know that's what happens when you leave them to their own devices you've got to yeah. keep them keep and then them on you just a spend the rest of the day contemplating what's wrong with society <laughs> that's something <laughs> okay. i do constantly anyway but i've become old before my time but uh yes very much so no argument here Cheers, <laughs> mate um yeah so you can by the time he was an adult, locals say Betty's towered over his elderly parents. So he's six foot four and weighing close to 300 pounds. So, as you know, he's got some big wrestler energy going on. Was that, I'm assuming it wasn't 300 pounds of muscle? I mean, I don't know. It's kind of like, um, I imagine it's a, he's probably one of those kind of like strong fat lads. <coughs> Do you know what I mean? Like there's this. Got, got farm muscles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I imagine, you know, you can push him over and he could sort of like meet, you know, he's got, he's, got, he's probably quite strong, but it's, yeah, I'm not, I'm not assuming that's like kind of all, like he's the rock or something, but um, I don't know, he's a rock like seven foot or something ridiculous, but. He's like six foot six or something. Okay, so he's not that far off, but uh, yeah, I imagine it's not. But he's my height and 300 oh, pounds, he? which is 21 stone, 21 and a half stone. Yeah. I don't know. I can't, I'm not seeing pictures of him as an adult, but I think you know he's he's quite a sort of formidable presence, especially for sort of fifty. So yeah, I would assume that he's not going to the gym or that kind of thing. So it's no, but he's not li- living out in a reasonably rural area. He's probably kind of like you know, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't you know, lifting all those cats' heads in bags and stuff. You know, it's a yeah. good workout, isn't it? Indeed, absolutely. Oh, I'm just thinking, yeah, it could be some like new fitness. No, it's not. Um, Probably already in LA. Look at kitty muscles. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, someone who would try and tell him. So, so it was regularly reported that he would beat up his father and even threw him out of an upstairs window one time during his teen years. Although he was in his 70s at the time, the older Bettis hung onto the ledge until the local police showed up, Oliver Bird said. Well, it's, got, we... a, it's got quite a long, slanted roof. So, yeah, but you're in your 70s. You don't want to be clinging off by your fingernails. Well, can... Yeah, but if you're giving birth to a son like that, then you're probably a pretty strong 70-year-old. Yeah, that's true. But um, that's yeah, pretty pretty horrific. And that was when he was in his teens. So I think he was sort of... So according to the Heber Springs Sun-Times, Floyd Betts died in 1981 after an illness at his home. But others say he was pushed down the staircase and died of a broken neck. Oh. Well, you know, rumour might Broken heart. It was probably more the neck for the heart. Well, yeah, we don't know which one first. <laughs> you know, the, 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 
The chakras are related in many ways. <laughs> it's like reflexology. The, the neck is closely associated with the heart. So. Think on. I was afraid of Gerald, Kennedy said. If you had ever seen his eyes, they seemed to glow at night. <laughs> All those cats he's eating. Yeah. I don't know. Lord knows what else he's ingesting. But um, one time he came over here. I mean, because I, I, I imagine he's got like some severe anger issues as well with the whole. Because yeah. the whole thing about like. Well, that's a power thing, isn't it? Or powerlessness, isn't it? Because, like, yeah, you know, um, cause he's, he's clearly, yeah, exactly. But it's kind of, you know, all trying to, trying to ex- you know, exhibit some sort of power over others. But it's, um, it's like you, you hear about this sort of like these, you know, budding serial killers, you know, mm-hmm. all the rest of it. But I've never sort of come across one of these ones where it's, you know, they, they carry it on into adulthood. And they, they've even recently, like, you know, built an extension onto the house so we could, yeah, I'm not sure where he's got a little fucking you know, Ed Gein thing going on in there or what have you. Well, if it happens, I guess. But yeah, I suppose there is that. It's, um, got, it's got a double garage, so I don't need why you'd need to. No. Just having a look at it on street view, thinking of uh, putting an offer. But I think it was, I think, yeah, because I think they sort of, well, I don't know whether he had a lot of wild animals knocking around as well, and then he was kind of like, I don't know what's going on to this, not getting too much into that. It's not so anyway, Neil, so, so, don't try and get into his head, Neil. No. This because he'll just end up, get, he'll end up getting into yours. Get into mine, yeah. So one time he came over here and got onto us because we tri- trimmed a magnolia tree that overlapped into his backyard. And then when they started cleaning that house up, one of his uncles came to my house to borrow a gun because he was afraid that Gerald would get riled up, she said. Good to live somewhere where you could just go bang, bang, bang. Hi, you don't know me. I'm uh, Gerald's uncle. I've come to help clean up the house. Uh, could you, do you have a cup of gun I could borrow? <laughs> just in case he gets riled up. Probs. I do was their uncle, but uh, yeah. Um, in the end, mind you... In the early 1980s, Aileen Bettis fell and broke her hip, requiring a trip to the hospital. A retired nurse, Hollabird, witnessed his treatment of his mother. He was slapping her around and telling her, I'm going to have you arrested if you're telling on what I did. Not long after this incident, she was placed in adult protective services and removed from the home permanently. Fine. Okay, yeah, so then a little after that, he built a sunroom in the back of the house and sold mm. the plants he grew, including marijuana. Okay. Oh, now, now, now the police will get involved. Oh, yeah, exactly. Well, so they always say that, don't they? It's... Um... I bet they blamed all of the, his animal torture stuff on the marijuana. That's <laughs> probably, probably what caused it, yeah. He, he went, you know... Even though he did it years they're after. crazy. Yeah, and here we go. Yeah, authorities arrested him based on this and his mother... Oh, and his mother's testimony of her abuse. Okay. There's probably another you know, way to get rid of him. So he was put in prison in the late 80s and died of a drug overdose. They don't say what drug he was taking. Um, he died uh-huh. in 88 at age 34. So yeah, his parents must have been quite elderly when they passed away as well. If, he's, if he sort of like his dad was in his seventies when he was having to cling out the window, yeah. um, and his mother actually died after after him in sort of seven years later. Um, it's one of those instances, you know. People always say, you know, the worst thing for a parent is to bury their kids. I reckon she clung on to bury him. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, just make sure the little shits in the ground before I can feel happy passing away. Yeah, it'd be a bit of a nightmare. Um, well, I mean, it's an impossible position for the parents, isn't it? I mean, I, I mean, it's it's a struggle to imagine someone being that nuts without something happening in their childhood, because generally that's the case. But yeah, sometimes, you do wonder. But... You know, I mean, we don't know the ins and outs, but if he was just born um, wired differently and they were elderly and he was this physically imposing, and, you know, they must have loved him to any... I mean, parents turn yeah, a blind eye to all sorts, don't they? You, you do, and it's kind of like you think, you know, given that they had him quite late, I think, you know, you, I don't know. I mean, you, as you say, you, you don't know what you don't know, but um, 
given the given the fact that they carry on wanting to have children so late, you kind of think that they wouldn't have, you know. Yeah, they really wanted kids. They w- wanted to have kids, so it wasn't like a sort of case where I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean they. But yeah, I mean, there's, there's nothing. There's Why nothing did they want kids? About, well, yeah, it's just to, to explain all those animals going missing. <laughs> That's, yeah. explain, to explain all the marijuana. We can activate Plan B and then <laughs> we can fund it all with some marijuana. But uh, just blame it all on the kid. Don't worry, he'll he'll die in prison. Wink. Yeah, <laughs> still some breaking I've bad got, scenarios. I've got, I've got some connections with the Crips. <laughs> I don't think they've got a big presence in Arkansas. But I could be wrong. You probably I mean, they've got a, a presence, <clears throat> sort of associated Crip gangs in pretty much every state. Oh, really? Parts. Yeah, but they're kind of like, you know, they're they're not they're not quite the gang bangers that they are in sort of LA and stuff. They're kind yeah. of like gang of like five lads who want to sell some dope and stuff and want to get affiliated. Sort of like really shit motorcycle club kind of thing. They kind of franchise it out a bit. Yeah, yeah, not the banger hell's angels or whatever. I mean, I don't know that they might be a, a tasty crew and banger. I don't know. Why would a shit? Well, we were thinking of uh, making a Brighton Brighton chapter, weren't we? Of the yeah. Crips. Well, there's, there's one... Th- yeah, I think that or a motorcycle gang would be fun. Both. I think for the first two series of Sons of Anarchy, I quite fancied sort of like uh, getting a Good. cut and sort of rolling around on a motorbike, but yeah. And what? then got quick, quickly bored of that. No, I wouldn't want to do it. No, I wouldn't want to do any of the sort of crime stuff. I just quite like the whole sort of camaraderie and stuff. You'd have to do the crime stuff, though, Neil. This is the problem, isn't it? You see, I would I would have, I would have been chucked out as a prospect because I wouldn't, they wouldn't have, you know... Really good at You're right, beating up this person and just doing like putting meth in your motorcycle tank. And it's like, a, a, yeah, you you know, well, no, I'm, I'm well, not. I've got okay. a helmet on now. Right, I'm not. That's basic safety. Isn't it? <laughs> I'm not okay with that, but I've been looking at your books and, you know, I can definitely uh, increase your margins at the, uh, the motorcycle pub, which you'll hang out in. Yeah, well, to be honest with you, if you'd actually took care of this place and actually did the books properly, you wouldn't need to be selling there. <laughs> we're getting some legitimate business. You've got some quite good. You've got some quite prime yeah. real estate here. Yeah, you know, you've got a, an excellent business opportunity in this small town. We can, we can, we can you know, we've got we've got a lot of stakeholders who are invested in this stuff. We don't, we know, we really don't need to be doing all of these things. Yep, uh, practically run the town, so there's there's money to be making. Yep, Johnny Bones over here is an excellent mechanic. Have we thought about opening it up to the public? Yeah. You know, like the mechanics are hard. They're just intimidating them because they don't have Harleys or whatever it is that you're all <laughs> rocking around on. They've got a Yamaha or something. Beep, beep. I've got a Vespa. Can I join? <laughs> well, that's the thing is, you keep the original one and then just franchise it out. Well, that's basically what the Hell's Angels have done. <laughs> junior ones, yeah. Do they make any money out of it though? Yeah, they have one. Just subs. to pay in subs. Yeah, and it goes into the top boys. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Well, there you go. There's a there's a way to to make some scratch. Um. I've got my way now. So um, there's a shop in Quitman called Tobacco World. Wonder what they sell. I can I would imagine, but oh yeah, oh, no, no think- haunted dolls. Good thinking, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, so Carter sold the house later to Tony Weaver, a truck driver from Morgan. Weaver and his wife lived in the Betts house for a couple of years. However, the Weavers experienced paranormal activity. Said Karen Shillings, founder of the Central Ar- Arkansas Society for Paranormal Research, or Casper for short. <laughs> Do you reckon they named that after the friendly ghost? Yeah. Was that coincidence? Yeah, I'd like to think so. I think it's, what was it you called it? The uh, Central Arkansas. No, you, oh. where you you come up with the oh, name. Backronym. Backronym, that's it. That, that wasn't my invention, to be fair. No, it's not it. yours, but you you brought it to yeah. my attention. Yes, I like that. Yeah, that's um, a definite backronym. Yeah, it's a backronym. Um, so after seeing a, a newspaper ad placed by Casper, Weaver's wife contacted Chillings. 
She said she would turn up all the lights before leaving to work a night shift. When she returned, the lights would be back on. At first, the woman thought such actions were the result of an intruder, but then more supernatural events began to happen. One mm. time, pennies floated down the stairwell from the upstairs part of the house. The coins from stopped. heaven. Pennies from heaven. heaven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they definitely <laughs> fell to the floor all at once, right in front of her. Ooh. After six months of such occurrences, the wife was very scared and didn't want to live there anymore. But Tony Weaver also had his share of baffling incidents. One day he was working on the house. Not Sony. Sony. Not Sony. Tony's had some incidents, I know. One day I was working in the house. Tony's got his head on his shoulders. Yeah, nonetheless. Bloody hell. I wasn't a believer in the supernatural before I moved into the Betty's house, said Sony. What did you see, Sony? I've seen a few things. I've seen a man looking through fire into the living room. Looked like World War I soldier, complete with helmet. Looked so real, and when he walked into the living room, I ran after him, but there was no one there. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Do you know what? I thought I was going barmy. I'd had too much nuky brown paps, but <laughs> can't explain all other things I'd seen, like pennies come downstairs and fall on Bannister. <laughs> I don't know where Tony's from. No, Arkansas. Arkansas, yeah. yeah. That's how they speak in Arkansas, isn't yeah, it? From, from what I understand. Yeah. So, Oliver's nephew, Quentin White, and his wife, Stephanie, also lived in the house in 2003. Oh, it's okay. So, they probably snatched that up for pennies on the pound. Yeah. Strange things would happen on a regular basis, like the commode would flush on its own. <laughs> it's probably just one of those fancy Japanese toilets. <laughs> yeah, the commode was... All right, we're really scary, right? The commode, it was a flush on its own, and it said something, a mysterious language that sounded like Japanese. I just had number one, so I thought I'd just leave it, bro. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah, West water, you know. <laughs> and it goes, I got so nasty on that pushing and stuff. And it played a little blinky blonky sound. Yeah. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. You tell me that in terms of... Well, I used to, I used to sit, on the, sit on toilet and what I used to shoot rats up my anus. <laughs> it turns out he had a B-Day. Yeah. <laughs> Stop shitting the B-Day, Tony. Um, there's, uh, Quentin, one day it Quentin won't was, go down. <laughs> so one day Quentin was working on the house and he was on the phone with Stephanie. Quentin. He heard a crash upstairs, she said, and went to find out what had happened. He'd previously stacked a large pile of two-by-fours on the floor, but when he reached the upstairs room... Yeah, your bedroom two-by-fours, of course. So they only lived there for a few months. They couldn't yeah. take all of this. People aren't very resistant to hauntings, are they? I mean, it's freaking out a little well, bit. Well, Bible Belt, mate. That's true, yeah. Yeah, yeah. belief in demons fuck and that. Yeah. Don't mess with the devil. I would have been straight round to the Quintment Church of Christ, which is just round the corner on Herber Spring Roads, west. Oh, okay. So Tony, apparently, or at this point in time... Tony! Still, Tony still owns still Yeah, owns so he let, his, house. he let his nephew and niece move in for a bit because um, he was trying to sacrifice them to a piece of spirits yeah. or something. Yeah, it was. Just leave him there for a couple of years and see what happens. You yeah. know, so he continues. Canary in the coal mine style. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know. Hey, they got a cheap room. Mm. You know, caveat enter. Um, right, we're here for a couple of months. Right, let's get all the two-by-fours upstairs. Yeah. Kind of put up some false walls. Yeah. This attic is well sort of... Uh, so just, it's it's two bedrooms from what I can see. So why are you bringing, why is he bringing, this doesn't ring true, why is he bringing two, like a load of two, by, was he Hacksaw Jim Duggan? Why is he bringing two by fours of up to the bedroom when they've got a double garage? Uh, well, he was doing work, wasn't he? So presumably he might why? have been replacing, well, he might have been replacing some rotten boards or, I don't know, Chris, I can't. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not the story to pick up on, you didn't well, believe. Well, look, we're giving you the right to reply. 
Yeah, that's what I'll say. Enough. Email us. Tony, if you like to get in touch and explain what they were up Tony's to. Tony's nephew, or nephew-in-law, I can't remember. If you're still... Yeah. Get in touch. Try Quinton, and clean. Quinton and Stephanie. Yeah, clear your name. Explain what you're doing with those two by fours. Because at the moment, fingers are pointing at you. I'll just put it that way. So he still shows home to prospective buyers, or at least he did back when this article was written, which was, this was going back to 2007. I think they've sold it since, but, but you know, half the price they wanted to, according to that other article. Yeah, but they bought it for half the price it was worth, so do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, you know, swings and roundabouts. Um, he once placed a new pair of sunglasses and prescription medication on a table. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> During the time he was there, he became he said he became angry about his inability to sell the house and voiced his resentment, saying... <laughs> These damn spooks, I'm tired of taking, taking care of this place. He said his comments apparently angered someone or something as later both the glasses and the medicine were gone. A spook, wife, yeah. wife tidying stuff away. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> or perhaps he wasn't taking his and medicine. When, <laughs> I mean, I've lost glasses before. When he woke up the next day. Didn't blame him on the paranormal. When he woke up when he woke up the next day, his all his oxycotton was gone and his glasses were on his <laughs> head. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I must have been ghosts. <laughs> Supernatural happenings around here. No, honestly, honestly, I need my prescription refilled. You know, a ghost ate it. And it's stolen my glasses. They're on your head. Oh. Right. How'd they get there? Explain How'd they get that. there? I was passed out. <laughs> I don't remember a thing. I lost a lot of time. I think that happens with the paranormal. <laughs> Last thing I remember. So if you bring someone in there that they don't like, you'll feel chills and your hair will stand on end, he said. One lady who was interested in buying the house brought her young daughter with her. The woman told Weaver that her daughter was sensitive. They do that in... So don't so don't take the mickey out of her. I was going to say, they do that in quotation marks. If you told me your daughter was sensitive, my first thoughts aren't that she's got, like, you know, some medium through to the paranormal spirits or whatever. I, I just think yeah. you meant that, you know, she's a bit, you know... Skittish. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe be a bit, you know... She, 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 you know, she has to use non-bio uh, to do her clothes. It could mean numerous things, couldn't it? But I just mean... mean yeah, I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't assume that she had a direct line to the nether region. The nether world. Yeah. The place beyond. But we're not... We're not, not in the veil. But then, we're, you know, we're not... We're, we're not in Akinsas. We're not in Akinsas. <laughs> oh. Um, while the women that were walking through the home, the daughter stopped on the stairs, saying she felt very sad. Quite sensitive. It's just really lazy. Yeah. Oh, I'm bedroom downstairs. I don't want to live in this town. Don't we go to the Little Rock? Another time, some prospective buyers saw a recliner in the home flipped back on its own like someone was sitting there. It stayed stuck like that the whole time they were in the place. That's pretty spooky, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> recliner reclined. <laughs> oh. Well, there's no one in it. Yet another prospect brought their dog with them to see the house, but the animal refused to go inside, Weaver said. They could probably smell all the animal Smart death, boys, yeah, exactly. To be fair, like yeah. I imagine there's probably a stench of... I mean, dogs yeah. have noses like 14 million times more sensitive than humans. Yeah, absolutely. You know something horrific's happened here. So Ed Munlin of Little Rock said he had eerie encounters in the Betis house this summer, a former pilot with Federal Express. Munlin has oh, worked remotely... Yeah, thank you for your service. <laughs> with the Federal Express, yeah. Well, he's also, he's worked remodeling the home since May, so, oh, he was a former pilot. Okay, so I think he's retired. He's got this is a little retirement job, presumably. Medals. Yeah. Um, he probably, yeah. Five-year service, ten-year service, medal, medal of valour in... <laughs> purple Heart funny. In posting, yeah, Purple funny. Heart when a dog attacked you when he was... <laughs> when he was losing <laughs> a, a box on his foot. Yeah. 
that he prefers to work on the house at night because he said too many people were curious about the ghosts wanting to wanted to come in. Right. So I think they want to make a little bit of a, again. This is a place I'd turn this into a museum. Mm. See if you can get see if you can hire out Robert the Doll for the winter or something like that. Yeah, that'd be good. Well, imagine that. Get the, him on a journey. All the paranormal stuff there. Because well, I mean, Robert could then fight this this punk, couldn't he? I reckon Robert the Doll would sort him right out. Robert, you're used to pushing around your parents and dogs and cats. What the dog's gonna fucking yeah, well, have time yeah. you little Why don't you pick us up on your own yeah. size? <laughs> I've seen that terrible, terrible Welsh film. Now, that wasn't Robert, that was um what's her name? The other one, the one with the smashed up face that's in Canada. No, no, the, the, mm. the Welsh film's Robert the Dog. Oh, it was Robert. No, yeah. you're right, yeah. Yeah, him moving around with a baseball bat. I say Looks like around. there's a new governor in town. Yeah. Oh, I heard someone's been a bit naughty. Where's your soul? What the, it's fucking soul. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. There's a lot of woodland around here. A lot of people go missing. This is our, yeah, Robert the Dolls. This Dull's is Scum manner. cross fiction, yeah. Well, Robert comes in. Robert, Robert the new boy in Borstal. Robert comes in with a load of pool keys and a sock. Yeah. <laughs> knock, knock. Robert's home. I don't like people who are animals. Happen to be very fond of dogs, personally. I'm very much a cat man. I tell you who's not as defenseless as an animal. Old Robbie boy. Yeah. <laughs> a two-footed doll. <laughs> Why don't you try <laughs> some of your of, shit with me? Full of coins. <clears throat> you little slag. So the, the guy working on the house is also... Shall no. we, uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll write that film then. Yeah, that's going to be... Our, we're going to turn that into a one-act play. Robert versus so, dog boy. Robert versus dog boy, yeah. Or just... Uh, just... An Arkansas tale. <laughs> we can, yeah, we can maybe turn this into some sort of like a fighting game. I don't know, you could ever think of a multi-media <laughs> franchise out of this. Various like when, entities that have to fight each other. Like when the Wu-Tang Clan had a fighting game, which was uh, like called 36 Chambers, and it was like a four-person fighting game where you kind of... And it was based on... There was like a game which was banned called Thrill Kill, and they basically, oh, okay. they basically just reskinned that and put the Wu-Tang Clan in it. So they actually funny. have members of the Wu-Tang Clan yeah. rather than... Yeah, yeah. yeah, so you could, they, like, Ghostface Killer could fight... Yeah, they all had like their thing. separate styles and stuff, yeah. Couldn't mm. mm. yeah. do that, with, but with all the yeah. people that we've... People, mm. all the stuff we've mentioned on there. Yeah. With various cryptids and whatever, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, there's something there. You're right to learn coding quickly, aren't you? Yes. Should be easy enough, shouldn't it? Easy enough, yeah. Just use the Unreal Engine, whatever. Yeah. Just drop in props or whatever. Then I think that's how it works. Yeah, it is. You can, you can well, you can just get AI to do it all now, can't you? Why should I should they've got they've got it making paintings and um, and writing articles now. Will your character be like the Watcher in Marvel slash uh, Dungeons and Dragons, the cartoon? Yes, he, he likes to watch. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that character does. Oh, I shouldn't get involved. Like <laughs> <laughs> Dali in a cupboard. <laughs> Oh um, yeah, so he's working on the house. Had several unexpected incidents happen to him. Now I'm a rational person, he says. I don't believe in the paranormal, but since I've been working on that place, I feel very uncomfortable. Like somebody's watching me. Maybe because you're doing it at night. Yeah. <laughs> well, because otherwise you're just getting pestered by people who want to see the ghosts. I mean, they should be coming at night. To be fair, um, they don't want to be rude, do they? I mean, who? I think, I think possibly. Who this, does a house this at night? Corner of our, I don't know. I mean, it, I, I oh, yeah, think, yeah. I'll be honest, mate. You don't sound that rational if you're like nobody to... in this town seems particularly normal. I think they've had a gas leak or something going on for a while because <laughs> there's some fairly irrational behaviour. Obviously, you know Gerald is the uh, 
is the worst of these, but they all seem slightly uh, okay, shall we say. Um, like somebody's watching me said, it, he also claims to have seen spirits several times. When I pull up to the driveway of the house at night, I see a man looking down at me, dressed in a brown jacket and a bow tie, like from another time period. Like um, Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. <laughs> that would be pretty... Yeah, yeah, I don't know what he's... Yeah, I mean, I can only see... The fact that that guy doesn't seem to age that much. I can't remember the, the chap's name who plays Pee Wee Herman is, but he did one fairly recently, didn't he? And he's still sort of... Isn't he like in his 60s or something? Yeah, Paul Rubin. Isn't he in his 60s or something now? He must be. Um, probably. He was doing that 70. in like the early 80s. Was he 70? Because mm. he did it like a Netflix show about five years ago, didn't he? I don't know whether they de-aged him with that technology or what have you, but he still looks... And I think he hands on uh, pancakes on quite a lot of makeup as well, but he doesn't... He still looks... He was, in the, he was in the blacklist, which I've seen. I don't remember him in that. Mm. Well, of course, Paul Rubens, because he, um, he had a little incident in the cin- adult cinema. Yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what I was joking about. We can only see him waist up. Oh, right, yeah, okay, so but you kind of think, well, what are the police up to with that kind of thing? Because it's like, I mean, don't get me wrong, but why are people going to these, quote-unquote... I mean, firstly, why are people going to adult cinemas anyway? Just stay at home and... Didn't have the internet. Or, or... Oh, it, well, back, back before all of that, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was back in the... Late 80s or something. Oh, was it that long ago? Because Yeah, that's why he kind of disappeared off for about 15, yeah, 20 okay. years. But then they think, well, what, why are people going in? It's got, is that really the best thing that the police can be doing with their money? Mind you, especially we're lucky they didn't go in with submachine guns these days. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but no, do you know what I mean? Like, 59 clips. If it, you know... Yeah, 1991, he was what arrested. What do they think people are going into those places to do? I don't know. 91, he was arrested for masturbating during a film in an adult movie theatre during a random police inspection. Oh, okay. Just I mean... Oh, I mean, that's a crap job, isn't it? You're the police who's just got to walk around and just check nobody's wanking in the other <laughs> cinema. We all are, we are had to do it, rookie. Yeah, hands, boys. <laughs> Where I can see you. <laughs> What's keeping that popcorn bucket upright? <laughs> you look a bit flushed there, boy. Would you mind standing up for me? <laughs> all, all while just this... Uh, uh, going on in the background. Yeah. yeah. You've all got to say, everyone's got to stand up, put your hands on your head. Yeah. And I'm going to swing my mat stick. I don't know, because I presume the proprietors weren't exactly the kind of like... I mean, because if you're running that kind of a place, I assume you're not too fussy about a clear. Yeah. Do you know what do I mean? Know. I kind of just feel like... It's sort of like, what, do you, what are you expecting? Yeah. It just seems... I don't know. You know, it's just like hailing. Blimey. Not Global right weirding, Neil. Global weirding. Indeed. Right, well... we'll We'll get to the end of this because we, um, yeah, there's not too much left. But, uh, oh, yeah, so an extension of the house is where Munley claims to have seen the ghost of Gerald Brettis looking at him several times. He was this huge, weird looking cat with long brown hair. Oh, creepers. no, he's turned into a cat. Well, this is when you wonder if he's turned into a cat person. That it sounds like, yeah, I quite like his, his uh, vernacular there. <laughs> hey, man, this... hey, man he's a huge, weird looking <laughs> yeah. cat. This giant turkey, he has big, big arms and hands. Walked in front of me and glove it. Yeah, so I think this guy is built like a brick shit house. And right after I saw him, he walked through the hall and disappeared. You see, I think I felt like a cold wind blowing down his neck. You see, I think a lot of this could be to do with the fact that you know the story of what's happened in the house. Yeah, no, 100%. I think it's, um, I mean, any kind of like old house is going to be like leaks and creaks and kind of like things going on and sort of like breezes and what have you. Just like things, things don't get maintained over the years. That's why you take your two by fours upstairs, Chris, to fix those things. But um, but yeah, it's kind of like I think as you say, knowing the 
knowing the story of the house. It's going some, to be playing on your mind, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You, you, you couldn't help it. Even, no matter how rational you are, these things are. You're, you're in a... Especially if you're... Lizard brain and was just... Doing it at night for whatever yeah, reason. Telling you to be paranoid about these things. Sometimes I hear something slam or something walking across the floor, but I can't see anything. Now, let me know that they're there. He said, in anyway, 2005, Casper investigated the house. Billings was the lead researcher on the case. We went there on two different occasions, he said. The first time, we noticed cold spots, 10 to 15 degrees cooler than the ambient temperature of the house. Of drafts, one would assume. Mm. A very sensitive electromagnetic field detector was used that picks up all kinds of electromagnetic readings. Yeah, EMP detector. And they picked up an energy force that had no explanation. Mm. There you go. She also reported that the team tracked an entity through the kitchen area where the team members felt like someone had touched them. When we went outside at one point to get some items from a car, we looked up and saw a face peering down at us. All three of the Casper team members witnessed the face in the window, but it was confirmed there was no one upstairs at the time, Schilling said. The second time, they came on with a medium. That's what you want. You Finally. Yeah. You know, don't fuck about it. You've got to get a medium involved right now. Hopefully it was the Warrens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be, be the icing on this particular cake. So he got in touch with what seemed to be the spirit of Gerald Bettis. Schilling said he cursed us and told us to get out. They used videotape to document what they considered to be additional evidence of paranormal activity, including orbs flying through the wall and unexplainable flashing lights. And they got footage of these ghost hunting expeditions shot over the two occasions, Chris. So that's going to be that's going to be pretty compelling, isn't it? Yeah. Unfortunately, the anything multiple... happened to the tapes? <laughs> They've gone missing. Oh no! Unfortunately, multiple attempts to locate the film have failed. It was disconcerting, she said. Mm. Oh, Casper, you've got to be more careful when you document Dis- these things. Disconcerting slash convenient. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> anyway, that's um, that was the end of the um, article from the Arkansas. Um, okay. I mean, yeah, there's. So, you know, it's probably quite a local kind of like urban legend. Um, it's a good one, man. A lot of spooky things. But, you know, there's a there's a lot to back it up, as you say. I think, you know, how much of it is knowing. I mean, the thing that really, as you, as you called on very early on, the thing that creeps me out is when you're literally like talking about multiples of cats and dogs and, and, and where yeah. you're assuming that he's built an extension to house more of these things. I mean, who the fuck's not calling the police or something? Yeah. Not getting, I mean, I don't know. Is that, is that? Loud is that? I don't know. What is it? What no, I, I just I would have thought like if, if that you know if that was happening. Well, it's a small community of like seven hundred people who presumably have pets, and if their pets are all going missing, and someone saw someone constantly taking. Well, yeah, because where are all these cats and dogs coming from? And you would have you know you would have thought like I get that it's a small town. Mate, I don't care if he's people. a big. I don't get why well, he's a big boy. You know, my son, well, whatever. And three, he, three policemen with. Well, um, they're going to presumably be able to sort yeah, or just or one smaller person with a fucking baseball bat. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you can't. I don't know. like. It feels like people are turning a blind eye. Like I don't, and I don't really understand why. Because even if you don't care about animals, and I, I'll tell you right now, probably one in two people does give a shit about animals being alive or dead. Right. Yeah, yeah. So you know, even if you don't, you know, the the fact that he was clearly abusing his. Your na- your as well, your neighbours. Well, yeah. your neighbours. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what's gone on there. Like, I don't think it paints the residents in a particularly good light. But um, yeah, yeah, no, we I don't know the ins and outs. They don't. Know, they don't but... really get into all of that. So that's but that's that's the most intriguing part for me. It's kind of like, yeah, yeah well, why didn't anyone fucking yeah. put, stop? Put, Clearly, people were butt. scared of him. But again, you know, get oh, the police involved. I mean, like, oh, pretty much every person there probably had fourteen guns. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's the like, that's the fucking great equaliser. You know, he'd be bringing he'd be bringing a large target to a gunfight. Mm. Yeah, so, you would have thought it would have all moved out like the end of Roadhouse or something. <laughs> Roadhouse. Um, so yeah, that's I what I needed. Know. The Patrick Swayze character to come in, sort to of come a roundhouse kick him. 
yeah. out of the top window. World famous bouncer. So let's go through our scoring anyway, system. Yeah, go for scoring. So spookiness. Yeah, so this one is really spooky for me because um I mean basically this I mean it's not so much all the paranormal stuff. It's almost it's a weird one where the urban myth is still around, but the um the, the actual facts behind the urban myth probably, you know, massively facilitated it are actually far more um compelling and spooky than the, you know all of the sort of ghost stories things appearing with a bow tie in the upper window or a world war one <laughs> trench soldier coming out and walking through the thing is i mean that's mildly spooky but that's just like a that, that would just make like a tiny cameo yeah. in ghostbusters wouldn't it it wouldn't be the main thing that you'd be looking at no it's just this real person he's kind of like um and all of his you know Horrible the genuine antics. acts that he did the abuse of his elder abuse of his parents um and the horrific kind of actions against all of the the, the um animals that makes it very very kind of like um Spooky in my book. So, yeah, this is going to get a nine. Nine. Yeah, I think it's pretty spooky. I mean, not only the kind of story of all the stuff he's done, so, you know, just repeating you with that, but I don't know, It's got, you know, it's quite a small town in the middle of nowhere as well. Um, I mean, it's not near a, a, a sort of big town or anything. It's yeah. kind of pretty rural. Um, and I guess if you're in that kind of environment, then things sort of feel like they've become more kind of closed in. Yeah, you know, because you're in like a a, t- a small community, um, you know, and no matter kind of like you like what we said, no matter how rational you are, that place, because I mean, it's probably the biggest thing that's happened in the town. So that place would, if you were from there, probably have quite a big place in your in your mind. So it would be spooky just because you knew what had gone on. So you can see why people would potentially sort of think they've seen stuff. So uh, I'm going to give it a nine as well, Neil. Mm. So believability. Well, uh, all of the stuff he did is believable and it's recorded. And uh, yeah, so it's very high. The supernatural part, uh, you know, there's always a thing which I'm not sure that I entirely believe in the supernatural, but do I believe that people saw what, think that they saw stuff there and whether that be kind of confirmation bias or false memory or whatever um yeah i do so i think it's a very believable one so i'm going to give it a nine for that as well yeah so believability again it's going to be similar sort of argument for me is that you know a lot of it is documented and did happen i mean it's a lot of this is just real life stuff and the rest of it is probably whether it's a guilty conscience or whether it's kind of like um you know you just knowing all the horrific things that happened. I can certainly see why these kind of things, people would sort of believe them um, themselves. So you're going to get an eight from me. Eight. So narrative premise, Neil. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's a kind of quite a horrific one, but I think there's definitely, um, you know, I mean, you look at the kind of backstories of a lot of slasher movies and the killers and stuff like this. This is a, this is a much more awful, terrifying one. So somebody has sort of abused their parents and was sort of horrific with all of these animals and things. Um, and then for some reason, it's, it's kind of like, again, it's the idea of the, the community um, that's been allowed to get on or whatever, and then but then they sort of turn on them or whatever. I, I don't know. You, yeah, you could imagine there'd be quite um, quite a compelling story out of this. And in fact, and that's, you know, what's what's largely become an urban myth is just based out of, like, the, the actions of just one person, really. Um, I think that's where a lot of it's grown up from. So I think that's that's quite sort of compelling. So that's going to get, um, yeah, going to get another eight from me, I think. Okay. So, yes, to all you said, but I think that also it can, if you're going to make a film about it, it can be expanded out to the earlier story about the World War One veteran dying there, mm-hmm. and maybe they had something to do with why this kid went crazy or whatever, and then seeing yeah. stuff afterwards. Um, yeah, I mean, like, it's got... There's, you wouldn't have to do much 
fiddling around to get a to get a film out of it. I don't think it's a series or anything. Um, so I'm going to give it a seven nil. So Reach. Um, well, I haven't heard of it. Uh, I don't know how big it is. Has it has it had any documentaries or anything made now? Do we know? Um, I don't know that I haven't sort of seen anything in terms of. Um... So I th- I think this one hasn't. I think this is where it falls down a bit. I don't think there's much in the way of reach. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't know. I th- um, I'm not sure if there's a wiki page even. To be honest with you, I mean, let's have a quick look. Well, it sounds like one that maybe. I mean, I don't even know if it would be known statewide. Yeah. So I think. Um, I mean, where did you find it? <clears throat> just to, just, 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 just get, might, you just get sent on the, wiki. the Arkansas papers, don't you? Yeah, you know, I did, I did do a lot of looking around. The, I think it was on Wiki actually, but let's okay. look. Dog Boy, you know, oh no, there's a they're all better still. Yeah, the problem is Dog Boy gets conflated with yeah. a load of other things. Um, uh, anyway, I so the fact that it's taken so long, I don't think it's that got that much of a reach. Um, it's probably known. Well, it's definitely known in the town. It would be massive, um, yeah. and maybe it's known sort of uh, throughout. Northern Arkansas a bit, but I mean it doesn't seem to be massive. So I'm going to have to give it a two for each now. Yeah, it's probably fairly similar for me. I think, um, yeah, I can't see any evidence that it's sort of taken that much. It's obviously been written about a bit locally. Um, so I think it is on on the Wiki Urban Legends page, but I think that's just pointing out. Obviously, that that could have just been put there by somebody from Arkansas. So yeah, I'll give it a two as well. That gives us an overall score of 54. So pretty high, but just falls mm. down because it's not very well known. No. Um, <clears throat> well. Uh, that's it for for this week. Um, you know, be kind to animals, and if you know someone who isn't, uh, I give you um, carte blanche to go and give them a good kicking, or to call the police or animal services or whatever you have on them, because that ain't right. Mm. Uh, um, yeah, so that's the message I'll <laughs> leave you with this week. That's what I've learned that I'm I, that I'm very squeamish when it comes to animal abuse, whereas elder abuse. Not at all. So, uh, where are my priorities at? Who knows? Uh, and I'll leave you with that thought and I'll say goodbye for this week. Uh, if you want to get in contact, um, it's herb.legend.podcast at gmail.com. All right. And we'll be back next Thursday with something different. Goodbye. Goodbye. And then I. Server. USB. <laughs>